in order for you and me to devise some kind of method or strategy to offset some of the events or re a repetition of the events that have taken place here in Los Angeles recently, we have to go to the root. We have to go to the cause. Dealing with the condition itself is not enough. And it is because of our effort toward getting straight to the root that people oftentimes think we are dealing in hate. We are oppressed. We are exploited. We are downtrodden. We are denied not only civil rights, but even human rights. So the only way we're going to get some of this oppression and exploitation away from us or aside from us is come together against a common enemy. Who taught you to hate the texture of your hair? Who taught you to hate the color of your skin to such extent that you bleach to get like the white man? Who taught you to hate the shape of your nose and the shape of your lips? Who taught you to hate yourself from the top of your head to the soles of your feet? Who taught you to hate your own kind? Who taught you to hate the race that you belong to? So much so that you don't want to be around each other. No, before you come asking Mr. Muhammad, does he teach hate? You should ask yourself, who taught you to hate being what God gave you? And I, for one, as a Muslim, believe that the white man is intelligent enough if he were made to realize how black people really feel and how fed up we are without that old compromising sweet talk. Stop sweet talking him. Tell him how you feel. Tell him how, what kind of hell you've been catching and let him know that if he's not ready to clean his house up, if he's not ready, to clean his house up. He shouldn't have a house. It should catch on fire and burn down. Have you forgotten that once we were brought here, we were robbed of our names, robbed of our language. We lost our religion, our culture, our God. And many of us, by the way we act, we even lost our minds. Here it is, bam! And you say, God damn, this is the dope jam. But let's define the term called dope, and you think it ain't funky now? No, here is a true tale. Why the ones that deal, all the ones that fail, yeah. You can move if you wanna move. What it prove? It's here like the groove. The problem is this. We gotta fix it, check out the justice and how they run it. Smelling, smelling, sniffing, riffing. And brothers trying to get swift in. Some of their own, rob a home while some shrivel up on. Like comatose walking around. Please don't confuse this with the sound. I'm talking about What's up, Social Nation? It's your boy, Jeff. And if you don't know right now, this is Social Conversations. This is Season 3, Episode 6. And our opening uh, monologue was with uh, Malcolm X. It was him speaking in Los Angeles. Um, when um, seven um, Nation of Islam members got um, beat up by the cops, that was him speaking on police brutality. And also, that was Public Enemy, 
1988 on September 26th drop. It takes a, a nation of millions to hold us back. And they just drop a, a new album on the anniversary of that. If you haven't got a chance to listen to that new album, go check out the new PE album. Um, before I go forward, I'd like to introduce uh, the Saucy family in the building. My gracious co-host is here with Up To The Nation. What, 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 what's up, everybody? Hey, uh, it's your boy, Young Dad. Uh, back at you again. Uh, great opening, my man, Jeff. I love all that. Uh, you know, more power to the people and all that. So back to... Glad to be back. Uh, hope everybody's been okay. You know, we still got COVID out there, so uh, glad to be back. Yes, sir. Indeed, indeed. This is your man, Matt, chiming in. Hope everybody's good. Ready for this episode? Let's get it in. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. First of all, I just want to ask how everybody's uh, everybody doing um, during this pandemic. How's everybody holding up? It's all good, man. You know, just uh, adapting. Just adapting. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, man, you know, things of uh you know, when I the, the mask is the thing that's 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 amazing me that I've, I've become so accustomed to it now. Shit, I feel like Batman, you know what I mean? I mean, you know, uh I, I never I never thought I would really, you know, get uh get accustomed to that shit. I was like suffocating you know, when we first started, I was like, Oh, I, I can't laugh and doing this shit but you know, over over a period of time, you know, we are adaptable motherfuckers, so I've adapted so you know what I mean. So that's been the crazy thing. But I'm glad everybody being safe on the on the real side. So yeah. But COVID has been an adjustment but it does continue to show how far, you know, people can be. You never know what your capacity is. You can adapt, adapt motherfucker. Just don't sit there and let it eat you up. Exactly, man. Um, so I just, I just wish everybody um, um, to take care of themselves. Uh, Self care is more, is mostly important. Uh, get your um, mental health uh, thing right. Go see a therapist. You know, if not, just speak to a close friend or a close family member that you're with, and you know, just vent to them and, and tell them about what you're going through. You know, um, and also just try to stay creative. If you if you are creators, all of the creators out there, all the podcasts and the radio shows and all that. If you if you if you're working on a TV shows, you're writing films and everything like that, you know, just keep it going. Just just stay creative. And keep try to keep the minds off things, and you know, just speak sure. to existence, and and your, your dreams gonna come true. And I hope everybody is saving up their money, you know, not spending all their money on joints, and you know, all that expensive Gucci and all that stuff. Man, just save your money and invest in yourself. Yes. I like that, Jeff. I like that. Well put, man. Yes, sir. I like that. So, uh, yes, shout out to Venice gonna be with us today. Shout out to her. Um, so, yeah, Venice. Um, so, fellas, since um, since we've been away, um, there a lot been going on, and the most um, biggest story is the results of Breonna Taylor case. Um, out of the three cops, only one cop was charged, but. Not for killing Breonna Taylor, but reckless endangerment. Um, mm. th- that's what the attorney uh, general announced uh, last week. Um, when you guys heard the verdict of Breonna Taylor's case, what was the first thing I went to your mind? And mm. elaborate on how you guys felt about that case. Myself, when when I first heard the verdict, 
um, even before the uh, the verdict came through, but when the family um, was given a monetary yeah, 12, settlement. Yeah, $12 million. Yeah, when, when that came out, something told me, I was like, hey, we're being primed. They're, they're lubricating the, the situation right. with, with the dollar amount. And sure enough, wanton endangerment. As soon as I heard it, I was like, this isn't even sounding like a criminal charge. That sounds like a misdemeanor. Uh, which it is. It's a class. It's um, wanton endangerment in the first degree. Right. Is a class D felony. Right. But um, that that's not considering the the loss of life that was involved. Right. Um, and I think I don't think they gave him first degree. Um, so he might have just it might have been downgraded to a class A, which is a really a misdemeanor. Right. Um. Considering the loss of life, I was thinking at least manslaughter. Um, but from what I've read regarding the case, it's primarily due to damage done to uh, neighboring residences. Right. And ironically, those residences were occupied by white white residents. They didn't mention the other residences that also suffered bullet holes, but however, the occupants were black. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like they're even showing preferential treatment over whose home was damaged. You know, it's yeah. it, it, all I could do was shake my head. It, it was just like, like this is emotionally empty at that point. This is yeah. slapping. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was it was a fucking slap in the face and a kick in the ass. I mean, you know, <laughs> uh, that's just all it was. It was fucking ridiculous and. You know, the crazy thing is it's, it's it's ridiculous, but it didn't shock me because it's just more of, you know, uh, the knee on the neck, you know, the devaluation of black life, brown life, you know what I mean, disenfranchised life. If you ain't got money, they don't drag your, your ass, you know. So it, it, it really didn't shock me, you know, it didn't shock me at all. Uh, but, you know, to, to come away with, you know, absolutely nothing with the, with the little trumped up charge of shooting at somebody's wall, that just really like, that like really, like really did it, you know, like, okay, if you're not going to, you know, rule in our favor, like rule and make it like, you know, some things that like, at least you can bullshit me, lie to me, but this here, you know, shooting on neighbor's wall and all that, that's just bullshit. That's just like really telling me you don't give a fuck about me, about my life, about my community and all that. And you know, Mac mentioned the payoff money. I think that's justification in their head, you know, to like, oh, we not gave you some money or somehow you not got paid, so don't say shit about this. We're going to bring something up that's, like, ludicrous. I mean, it's almost ludicrous that, you know, you come in with those type of charges. I'm no fucking Perry Mason or no shit like that, but I know that you come in shooting and all that. There's got to be some reckless endangerment. Um, there's got to be a manslaughter. That's got to be unauthorized use of a firearm. That's got to be, mm-hmm. you know, improper use of the fucking uh, warrant that they got executed incorrectly. It's got to be a fucking something out there that you can yeah, yeah. get a motherfucker on. But again, it just goes to show you how they devalue, you know, our life. And and like I say, we got you know we got friends, you know, that's on the force or been on the force. Yeah, on the force and been on the force. You know, being the PD force that is. Uh, and, 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 and so, you know, all cops aren't bad, motherfucking cops, but, you know, once it comes out that it's like, you know, our word against, you know, theirs, and, and one motherfucker's dead, she dead, and the other guy, no, the, the blue line and all that, they ain't going to throw all them cops under the bus, and they going to happen. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, that, that coupled with, you know, the devaluation of our lives, 
and fucking surprise me at all, fellas. While we're on that topic, let me read off this legal definition um, as it pertains to Kentucky. In Kentucky, a person is guilty of wanton endangerment in the first degree when under circumstances manifesting extreme indifference to the value of human life, someone wantonly engages in conduct which creates a substantial danger of death or serious physical injury to another, which is uh, categorized as a Class D felony. However, a person is guilty of wanton endangerment in the second degree when they wantonly engages in conduct which creates a substantial danger of physical injury to another person. They consider that a class A misdemeanor. Um, And this charge varies by by state, but it sounds as if this verdict against this one officer out of what was it, the four or five others involved – they were more concerned out of the risk of injury that the white residents were put into. Never mm-hmm. mind um, the home that they breached, nor the mm-hmm. other black residents in the area. They, it, it, to me, the verbiage isn't showing any concern to them. Right. Yeah, not at all. You, you know? <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Which is a damn shame, though. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. a shame. Yeah, I mean, uh, when I first heard the, the verdict, um, it didn't surprise me at all. I, I thought that um, you know, a, a, attorney uh, Crump and on them guys. I mean, these are good guys, but they don't have a good record when it comes to uh, certain cases like this. That's one. Two is attorney general. Grand juries, I I don't trust them. And to me, it's just a big cover up. It's something they're not telling us. And for you to have video footage of actually you pulling up to the the house or apartment and don't have any video footage of you going into the apartment, according to the the the, the attorney general, sounds like B, sounds like the BS. It sounds like BS to me. So yeah, this is. Just, I think they just recently released a video. Of right. one officer that was being pulled out because he got shot in the leg by the boyfriend who was right. defending his residence. Exactly. Before they yeah, what you expect? You going to the wrong fucking house. First of you all, yeah. first of all, you have a no knock warrant, right? The the warrant was legal, according to the stories I read. But mm. you have a no knock warrant. You in Kentucky was one of the the states that have a standing ground law. Also, you you have uh, the right to carry. So you mean to tell me you're knocking on my door. You're not identifying yourself. Even though it was like one witness said they heard somebody identifying yourself. We got 13 other witnesses. They didn't hear Jack. But according to police reports, they was identifying themselves, right? So let's say they wasn't. So you have a no-knock warrant. You bust into my house. I have a legal firearm. And the first thing that comes to my mind, I think I'm getting robbed. Absolutely. So I'm going to put out my firearm, and I'm going to bust a cap in somebody's ass. So the boyfriend was not wrong. So right. when you have standing ground laws and you have all these, you know, legal to carry a firearm in the state, the point, to point your finger at the people who need to change this 
not this is local government because you've had state ground law and you had the license to carry. That just a it's just a disaster waiting to happen. And in this hey, case, hey, hey, it was a disaster waiting to happen. Go ahead, Jeff. So Jeff, hey, check it, check it out. So um, you know, staying ground law. I, I I know I know that I've heard that so many times over. And every time that I see it, I hear that these people that are you know proclaiming it uh, is that you know they are the ones that's being the aggressors. You know what I mean? Right. Like you know, oh, oh yeah, you know, uh, 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 you threatening me while while I'm backing up and you got the fucking gun, you know, approaching me. Right. So. My man, did he ever the victim that you know uh, 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 that survived the guy? Did he ever say that he his he, he felt like his life was threatened? Although he wouldn't have to say that because they were entering his house, you know, without provocation. The the question that was asked was, did he hear that the police identified themselves? He said no, they didn't identify themselves. So you you bust in his door. And his first intention is to uh, protect his family. So he shot at one of the police officers and they shot right, at, he they shot back. And and the retaliation of shooting back, that's when Brianna got killed. Right. And that's the wow. issue. Right. So these, these state lawmakers and everything, they have to change these laws. Not in just Kentucky. This this is this is why Shaver Martin is dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, they, so if anybody want to point a finger, we need to point finger to these lawmakers. They, we have to make these lawmakers do their fucking job. If we paying you to do a job, we expect you to do that fucking job. Like you, you work for us. We don't work for you. And sometimes people in Congress, not all of them, people in Congress and and state lawmakers, they get it twisted. Mm-hmm. They they really get it fucking twisted. Like, yeah. oh, I work for the American people. Yeah, you work for me, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And you need to get this shit right. Mm-hmm. Just to have, just to carry on this attitude <laughs> that mm-hmm. you know that you above us. Mm-hmm. No, we put you in fucking office. We voted, which in, which exactly. is the, another big thing coming up. Everybody needs to go out and vote. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Not just on a federal level, but a local level. Because you putting these people in office. So make sure you have the right people in office and hold these motherfuckers accountable. Every four years, I think it should be a purge. Because you don't if you don't, <laughs> if you don't if you don't do what we fucking put you in office to do, we should cut your fucking head off. Because because these these politicians, they get so caught up in money. Well, I gotta yeah. I gotta fucking cut a check for you to do your fucking job. I mean, what was going on here? Yeah, of course. After they come back from a thirty-one day vacation, exactly. <laughs> it's ridiculous, man. Yeah. Yeah. And you and you wonder yeah, why people yeah. on the streets burn the shit up. Mm-hmm. Why people feel like yeah. they vote don't count? Because when you put you motherfuckers in office, y'all don't want to do your fucking job. We still waiting on a second stimulus check. Where is it? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think the people that the people that do represent the people, since you do represent the fucking people, since the people can't show up and all represent ourselves, uh, they really should be held to like the double higher higher standard. You know what I mean? It's just like when when you do something and and you do something wrong and you are in that field of like you know like 
protecting kids and you go and do something, you get the book thrown at your ass quadruple. You know what I mean? That's the way it is. You and the people business that, you know, we vote your ass in. We actually raise our hand and go out and vote your ass in. Yes, president. Yep, let's put him in there. Go put her in there. And then you go and you fuck it up or you, uh, you know, misappropriate funds or you just don't, you know, get the people's wishes follow through on and get shit done for people. Yeah, you, it should be a more of a consequence. I mean, I ain't going all the way to like, you know, stoning and shit like that, but it definitely should be something. Maybe, you know, maybe some public shame. I don't know. You know, but with my man in office now, you know, you know, you know, we go high, they go low. You know, he just broke all the rules. So I don't know if Fuck I can even go by. Fuck yeah, that. I, you, know, you go I, high, I, go I, low. Yeah. Fuck that. You push me in yeah. the face, I'm pushing your ass back. Fuck that shit. Yeah, these, yeah, these I, yeah that's what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 Politicians need to sign the equivalent of a prenup before they accept <laughs> office and they get sworn in before you put yeah, your hand on that bible and get sworn in you need to read this prenup of, of engagement to the position and yeah can't fulfill any of these any of these bullet points no never mind on to the on to the next candidate exactly yeah. i mean yeah i mean that's not you know the, the guy that's in there now you know the crazy shit is that he, again i've said it before he thinks he's a king you're not a fucking king. That's you're right. just not. You're not Leonidas. You're not any of these motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Get out of here. You ain't, you know, you ain't marching on the 300 or no shit. You ain't doing no craziness like that. Settle your ass no. down. Fuck okay, you President you're Trump, not. not King Trump, a Maharaji yeah. Trump, or none of that shit. Motherfucker, you you're fucking president, president Trump. That's all it is. Hey, I, unless, unless you I want to play the Nero twiddling <laughs> his thumbs while Rome burns. You know? <laughs> Hey man, I saw something tonight where uh, Showtime's coming out with a, uh, a, a, a some type of series or maybe maybe a one-time movie. I can't even call the name of it. I just saw it and I was like, oh my god, they gonna have it going already. It's coming out like so. <laughs> it's like a drama about you know situation with this guy. You know the guy playing him look like you know you know how TV is and it's just gonna, oh man, it's gonna be a trip. Anyway, but the real life shit is more serious than that and. Yeah. People really do got to get out and vote. We got to get this guy out of there. He, you know, he's talking about he ain't going to leave. Motherfucker, you getting up out of here. You rising up out of here. What Park say is checkout time, motherfucker. You got to rise up out of here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, ain't, you know, ain't no staying and, you know, and all that, you know. And, 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 and you know, what he's trying to do, I don't know if he's going to get around to this or not, but, you know, he's such a, like, juvenile type of thinker. He's already trying to set it up like, oh, if it's, you know, if it's, you know, if it ain't, you know, if it ain't like a blowout or nothing like that, you know, it's going to be in question. Some going to be like questionable because you're like, I'm too good to lose like a close vote. Hell no. People hate you. Right. You know what I mean? Even the people who are around you now who are like sucking your ass hate you. You know what I mean? Because you, you're not good for anybody. You know what I mean? Fuck party aside. You know what I mean? You know, the keg party, all the fucking party, Democratic Party, you bad for the world. Trump, you know, he's in, he needs to be in a world of his own. Him, you know, the Kim Jong-uns and all them, they can go and we can carve them a little place out over somewhere. I ain't going to say Pakistan. Pakistan don't want their ass, but carve them somewhere out. They can put up their hotels and have their holes and do all their little funny, freaky shit and leave the rest of the world alone, man. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's feeling enabled right now by the way he he pretty much was handed the the position in office. Um yeah, he, he didn't win the uh the popular and then not only that, the uh so called um 
impeachment process that he went through. So now he's feeling like he's Teflon. You you know, like he, exactly. he's untouchable. Exactly. So he yeah, so he yeah. has this arrogance. Oh, this got sense it. Of, yeah, he has this sense of arrogance okay. about it now, like, oh, it ain't everything gonna go my way, like he's some damn Gestapo or something. Nah, he no. need to go. He need somebody um, just need to whoop his ass. That's what you need. And and, and good honestly, ass whooping. Yeah, you say Gestapo. I, that's right. His that's right up his affiliation too. I, honestly, I see him losing, and part of me kind of hopes he keeps his word on uh, not leaving peacefully. Because I would like to see he might as well continue with the embarrassment of the country for his for his term and let them let them put him on primetime television and do a perp walk, not at night, not through the back door, not through the service entrance or any underground tunnel. Let him do the perp walk and all his celebrity and glory through the front doors down the ivory steps and handcuffs. For the world exactly. to see, you want you want to put an exclamation point on on the end of his presidential term. Right. That that would be it to me. So let yeah let him let him keep his word. You you don't have to leave peacefully. The government will see to it for you. <laughs> yep. And the debates is Tuesday, Tuesday at nine mm-hmm. o'clock. Yeah, it is. So I'm I'm watching the the fucking debates and and you know I don't like Joe Biden that much, either, but fuck it, I'm just, I'm just put it out there in social nation. I'm voting for him. Him and Harris. I just want to just do it out. I just want him out. I don't care who. It is. I don't care Ronald McDonald running president. You running for president against Trump? I'm voting for Ronald McDonald. I I just want this dude out of here. All the other shit y'all talk about with Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, like I said on the previous podcast, that shit can wait. As long as we get this motherfucker out first, that shit. We talk about that shit later. Let's just get these motherfuckers in and vote that motherfucker out. Now, if you're in New York, uh, New York State, and you don't feel like waiting on long ass COVID lines to vote, then you can actually contact um, NewYorkState.gov, and they can actually send a ballot uh, to your house, and you go vote in the privacy of your own house and mail it back out. Now, if you don't want to do that, you just have to stand on long COVID lines and just, you know, just vote. I don't care how long the line is. I don't care. Look at the DV, <laughs> the DMV line. I don't care. Like the the food stamp line. I don't yeah. give a damn what the line looks like. Just yeah. get that lower, yeah. get down there a little early, and go vote. You know. Yeah. And let let me add to that for those that do um, opt for the mail in ballot, if possible, um, as an option to mail it in, seal your envelope. Find out where um, your for your state or municipality, who is the electoral supervisor's office? Because you can actually walk it into them and submit it that way. Right. Yeah. As opposed to deal, dealing with the postal with all the rumors going around, like there might be agents and all this mm. other stuff that could be tampering with things. Who who knows? But as another option to to mailing in using a U.S. Postal Service. Find out who your electoral supervisory office is, where it's located at, and walk it in personally. Yeah. And also, when you do that, ask them for a number, an associated number for your ballot, which should act similarly to as a tracking number to ensure that it's been processed. Right. Yeah. Hey, hey, and I got, I got one thing, man. I, w- I want to ask everybody out there, <clears throat> you know, I want to ask everybody 
everybody uh, are solid, right? You know, if you're on the fence, you know, about, you know, I don't care about this country and all that shit, fuck it, I ain't even gonna vote. Or you like, man, you know, fuck, fuck black people, fuck people of color, fuck all that stuff about, you know, what's going on with, with anybody, you know, like, you know, you gotta give us a chance this time because we're kind of the only hope that you got, to tell the truth. You know, that's on the inside, not being judgmental or anything like that. You know, you can do what you want to. You can not not want to, you know, be around the people that you want to be around or whatever. But right now, your life is at stake as much as mine is. And the guy that's in office that's promising you all this shit, you're still living in the trailer, if you're listening. You know, you're still on food stamps and all that shit like, like you haven't been. Still doing your math. You know, motherfuckers up in upstate Minnesota, all motherfuckers in North Dakota, I ain't throwing y'all under the bus, I don't want to get no fucking letters from my friends that live in that area and shit like that. But I know I'm just highlighting places that could be anti, you know, the guy that need to really be running the country, which is, which is fucking Biden. When I like him or not, I ain't going to say, well, I'm going to vote for him or not, but I probably will, but I ain't going to go on record to say that. Uh, like I say, the swing vote people, all these people are here just saying, fuck it, you need to do it because regardless of how fucked up your life might be, it's still a chance. It's, better, it's a better chance that you got a better chance with us than you, you do with the other side. If you don't cast a vote or if you vote for the motherfucker that's in there right now. Yeah, yeah. You know, as that saying goes, uh, some situations, silence is compliance, you know. Yep, yep. Get your ass there and vote. All our fans out there, whatever state you in, whatever you listening at, I don't care about Biddles and Ireland or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Please, well, where you, you at, man? <laughs> put put your yeah, you motherfucking vote in, man. Get your she vote, vote on. Yeah. And I want to just say last thing to the fellas in the hood, too. Come on, fellas. Y'all ain't too motherfucking oh, yeah, yeah. cool. You can walk your ass down to the corner to get some brews or some shit or pick up a little sack or some shit or try to look, pick up a little little thing or whatever you're doing. But uh, get your ass out there. Clean up for one motherfucking day. Put the gap down. Come on, motherfucker. You ain't going to be a good... Really, you know he don't give a fuck about you. You know, yeah. you, you know you already like... You know that already. So get out there, guys. Let's start this shit. And, we and, have to and, start it from the ground roots up, man, because and, all we're doing is yeah. dividing and killing ourselves. The shit now went from boys in the hood to, like, some crazy shit. It's not got a lot worse when we're supposed to be going the other way. Yeah, indeed. And e- even for the brothers and sisters that, that got to do what they got to do on the block, when that election day comes, you may not want to vote. Or if you live in a state because you may have copped a charge in the past, you're, you're ineligible to vote, you can still protect your community. Because you may have people out here trying to do voter suppression at the polls yep. and trying to intimidate residents. Just, just show your presence and, and let them know that shit ain't going to fly. Exactly. Protect your aunties. Protect your granddads, your your uncles. Cousin Pookies. You, you know, because even, Uncle Ray yeah, Ray. Because even if you can't participate in the voting process, you can still yeah. at least protect those in your community to give give yeah. them the opportunity. And, and let it be known that certain things ain't going to be tolerated no more. Like um, we started this show out playing um, a speech from Malcolm X and another speech um, that I've listened to years in the past and uh, I would recommend for people to listen to as well is um, when he did back in 1964 called Ballot or the Bullet. Yeah, Yeah, definitely listen to that. And it's even though the title may sound like it's a little little militant 
But when you listen to it and the content that he's mentioning as it pertains to the black community and economics and the relationship with the black community and, and these local um, and state politicians, it has relevance even till this day. But I, I would sincerely, um, you can listen to it in audio. Um, there's, uh, you can find it on MP3, uh, YouTube. It's a free PDF available for download as well. But check out Ballot or the Bullet by Malcolm X. Yes, sir. Learn a lot from that, brother. No, absolutely, man. Um, wow. Um, Supreme Justice um, Ruth Bader passing um, last week. Um, mm. She's the first um, first Jewish woman to actually be um, to have a friend in Rome State Capitol. Um, where where are you guys at, and, and how do you feel about her passing? And with Trump trying to uh, replace us so fast. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. You know, I, I'll say right off the bat, uh, yeah, um, it's, it's fucked up that she uh, she couldn't hold on. Rest her soul, you know, rest her family soul. Uh, she going to the big old bench in the sky and all that shit. You know, I wish she could have held on because we needed, you know, her and, and 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 her guidance in in, in the damn uh, court, especially in these fucking treacherous times, uh, we see you know uh, how important she uh, was based on what Trump trying to do to get her uh, replacement in, you know, in the in the little few days that he has left. So, you know, that's how important she was. How how fast he's trying to move to get that in because he's thinking that if there's some type of you know. Uh, uh, contingent, you know, uh, uh, if, they, if the election is up for grabs or some shit like that, the Supreme Court may end up, you know, having a rule on it, and then they'll have uh, the um, the most votes, and he'll be back in again. That's what his end game is, and so, you know, and if it, and, 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 and the game, you know, prior to that, it's just getting another judge, you know, another conservative judge on on the court uh, to try to roll back, you know, all the games that we've had with. Roe versus Wade, and you know, just everything has been, you know, signed into into law that that he uh, claimed not to uh, believe in, that he's had a part of and used to be a part of. So it's just fucked up, man. You know, uh, rest of the soul, and you know, you know, nothing on the on the judge just coming in. She may be a good conservative judge for what they want to do, but you know, it's a damn shame that they that they just out blatantly trying to get her in for political reasons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so I, I hope it doesn't work. I hope the Democrats got something up their sleeve that they can do, fill a bus. I don't know if that's appropriate for now. Uh, impeach. I don't know what they can do, but you know, but they're just trying to rush it and you know, uh, haste make makes waste, and it just shows just more uh, blatant uh, how uh, corrupt uh, the whole Trump administration is. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, she. I think it's moving forward. It's going to be a more conservative uh, panel in the Supreme Court because that's what the uh, the GOP is uh, hoping for to limit the amount of more flexible or li- liberal mindsets. Um, and one thing, um, it may have an adverse effect on. Uh, women's health rights, uh, reproductive rights, um, and such as it pertains to abortion. Because they, uh, I believe the one that uh, Trump 
is uh, considering or has formally nominated, she's uh, Catholic. And I say that not that religion should play into politics, the whole separation of church and state, but that frame of thinking um, usually tends to be anti-abortion. So that may be of concern um, for women as well as for for the uh, LGBT community. There may be some concerns as well. Um, but but oh, who knows? Yeah. Um, she she may be a little more leaning towards uh, being a a moderate than than conservative. Um, Tom Tom will tell. The one thing I don't like is looking back to the tail end of the Obama administration, how there was a there was an open seat, and Obama had his pick, but. The GOP held up the selection process until his his term was up. Exactly. Uh, to, they wouldn't to, even entertain seeing a nominee. Yeah, to allow them to put one of their people in there. Now, here we are again during an election year period of which they claim there never never been a Supreme Court selection during during an election year. But here it is. They're basically going against their, their own words and even trying to claim, oh, we've never said that when they did. You know, it's been documented. Yeah. So you can't respect um, re- respect uh, Ruth uh, Bader Ginsburg enough to say, let's wait till after the electoral process to hold exactly. this? Or is it just like, let's use this opportunity to strike as, as uh, to be strategic? Because maybe they don't feel their their guy that's in there now. Because right now, uh, last I saw, Biden is still leading by right. by a few mm-hmm. few approval points. Right. So maybe they mm-hmm. figure this this mm-hmm. is another chance to put uh, another game piece on the political mm-hmm. playing board. That's all it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, well, I heard she passed. It was sad. I didn't, didn't know much about her, but mm-hmm. I know like um, mostly in um, the the woman. Um, in the woman uh, community, uh, activists and everybody, uh, they looked up to her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Big time. So, um, you know, this is mad respect for her. Um, thank her for her service and condolences to the family and, her, and everybody. And, um, you know, it's 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 a game, you know. And, and, you know, having, you know, Trump come up with five nominees, you know, before they actually... Uh, lay this woman to rest is, is totally disrespectful. Totally, totally disrespectful. Like you mm-hmm. go wait, brother. Like come on, what's going yeah. on? Yeah. You know, you know, and, and it's just ignorance, man. It's, it's he only cares about himself and yeah. and and for the, the GOP, you know, just you know, like you said, what he did to Obama, then the Democrats need to do that to Trump. Stall it. Yeah. That's the, that's the best I thing mean, to do. I mean, since he's been in office, when has he truly demonstrated any type of uh, diplomacy right. as, as other presidents have? Even, even now. as mediocre as he may have been, like uh, George Bush, I think he even showed more diplomacy and yeah. diplomatic tact than, than yeah. he has. Yeah, Trump may be, a good, he may be a good used car salesman. <laughs> he yeah. likes to find Trump. those emotional triggers in the crowd and feed off of that like a leech to suit his whim and get and nudge people to thinking 
in a manner that doesn't really serve their best interests. But he may think get them to think it is until till when the door closes, they realize, oh, it's too late. That's really not what we meant. Right. You, you know, he has, you know, he, Trump has no, he has no, he has no anything, no, nothing about him is like presidential as far as like his, as far as the way he presents himself. I mean, he could, he could pull this off. It's fucked up that he's pulling it off, looking and behaving the way that he does because he's not elegant. He's not graceful. He's not, he doesn't have good posture. He, he doesn't speak well. He's fucking stupid. He's just like, you know, he's ignorant. He's, he's a chauvinist. It's just so bad, you know. It, he just looks, he, he doesn't look the part. You know what I mean? You know, a lot of me. You know, he doesn't look the part at all. So that's that's the thing that really kills me that, you know, based on, like, uh, you know, vanity alone as far as <clears throat> not to say that, you know, the big old United States, how could they get this guy in here looking like that? It's just crazy. And, uh, and I, I know it's a lot deeper than that, but you know, I just really can't wait to see him out of the office of the president because, it, it kind of really does reflect on all of us. And, you know, whether you, you know, I don't know what, I don't know how many other countries you guys are lived in. I never lived in, like, you know, actually a couple, but I, I, I know this motherfucker. I don't know if I can go out and talk shit like I am in other countries. So I, I'm thankful for being here, but it, it really does uh, give me a better appreciation of, like, you know, how we perceived around the world and all the feelings that we had to go places like, you know, to visit friends and shit like that. We can't do that shit now. And it's all because of what happened in this administration. I don't give a fuck. I I don't care how you cut it. And this whole pandemic and everything that we see around us now is that that's like the crescendo. Like when you go to the fireworks, they're fucking, you know, you you know how you get the last one. It's just all kind of crazy. They send up, give them all you got, Harry. You know what I mean? This is what we right. got now. It's just all the shit. It's just like it's the rain. Anytime you can liken it to anything, the flurry of a last fight, you know you know what's coming down. Throw haymakers. Just, you know, you ain't got nothing to lose now. And this is where the fuck it is based on how mad this mad, how, how mad this White House was. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah he's, he's just a crude individual and not just in demeanor, <laughs> but yeah, just all around. Because I was reading an an article um, recently, some report that came out stating that, uh, what, I think between 2016 and 2017, he only paid $750 in federal income tax. Right. And and other, other reports are claiming that he's paid no federal income tax within 10 to 15 years. That's crazy. That was my I've been under the jail. Yeah. Hey man, I, I want to just say one last thing, man. Like, okay, you know how it's been all kind of part of your shows about the president and all that, like the West Wing and all this shit and scandal and all this shit. Like, yeah. if a motherfucker had a came to Hollywood or somebody in Hollywood with a script like this, like, yeah, we got the president doing all this shit, they would have been like, man, get the fuck out of here. Ain't nobody gonna believe all that shit. Think about it. Think about somebody coming in with a script like this. No, for real, man. This is what's going on. And here we are. This shit is real as the real is day and people still uh, I ain't gonna say people like yeah, there are people out there that are still looking at it like it's like nothing it's unreal this really is the craziest like times it's, like, it's beyond crazy it's like mad it's like you know the ah, ah like the crazy <laughs> mad type shit it's, it's crazy man it's crazy <laughs> yeah oh man got a long way to go yeah it's like motherfucking Sin City mad it's like Suicide Squad mad. That kind of mad. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
All right, fellas. What we got, man? Uh, moving on. Um, New York shutting down business uh, businesses and to ban gatherings for more than 10 people in closed, not sensible places. Um, what are your guys' thoughts on that? Man, listen, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'll be quick, but, uh, you know, look, man, look, you know, the, the shit is still real out there, you know, from what I'm here, you know, uh, you know, it's flu season coming back up, so the pandemic is, you know, it's still alive, going strong, and, and now they're mixing in the flu, so, you know, well, do you have that, do you have this, I don't know, but as far as eating and all this shit, you know, it shouldn't be that much energy being put into that. That energy could be put into some other shit. Take your ass to the grocery store and make something like the crib. Exactly. You know what I mean? Motherfuckers, that's like, you know, being out there, all you're doing really is you are contributing to, like, you know, the economy and all that. I'm down with that. I got to be sensitive to that. But at this point, man, where does it come when we got to say, like, you just got to, like, you got to choose one or the other kind of almost. You know, they kind of eradicate this shit. It's almost like being in a grocery line or some type of line, you know, when you're online and then you jump jumping from line to line. Don't do that. Stay your ass in one line and you'll progress up earlier and you'll be not checked out. Now, you not waste twice, twice as much time because you're jumping in this line and that line and all that. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's just kind of crazy, man. Yeah, yeah. And, and if they don't have a plan to help these uh the targeted businesses out financially and their staff out financially, it's, it may not be a good look. It may do more harm than good because people need to eat, you, you know. Yeah. Yeah, they, I mean, they, people, people, I mean, I, I've heard that they, uh, you know, they're talking about uh, what, approving like lamps and shit like for outdoor eating. You know what I thought? Yeah. yeah like I think I lost my train of, I think lamps I and all lost that. my train of thought. But do you know what they need to do, though? If the city's going to approve that, first thing that they should have done, and we've only seen one accident, is that all the bullets, you know, bullets like the barricades and shit like that, they need to, uh, uh, you know, anybody is setting up, and it ain't that many. I know they got a plethora of those motherfuckers. They need to give them the people to set up on each end of those because most of those are eateries on, like, boulevards and, like, little streets, you know what I mean? Not boulevards, but little streets where cars go up and down. And if a motherfucker texts them or something like that and take their eyes off the road, you ain't got to be going that fast on the residential street. 20 miles an hour can kill a motherfucker, you know what I mean? Right you know, can crush a baby and shit like that, you know, and, and shit like that, it, it just happens, man, and it happens quickly, and I'm just seeing it, you know, every, as, I'm, as I'm, you know, rolling around the city and shit like this, it's just too many that's got, like, you know, it's nice and it's all that, but it's in the middle of the street, I mean, not in the middle of the street, but it's on the street, and if it, and if it was to, like, take some a hit or something like that, somebody's going to get fucked up, that's just all it is. And, and like I, I said, if, the, if if you saw the NYPD, like, bracket, like, right there, you more likely never like to run into that. You know what I mean? You're going to see that. Right. And so, you know, I don't know what that, that's the answer, you know, or what, but they need to make it a little bit more foolproof, and especially, you know, going into the winter where days, like, you know, nights are going to get longer, and you got people sitting in the street, and the weather get, you know, you get, you get a little slick on the road, people sliding into that shit. So I think that could be a disaster just waiting to get worse, you know? Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, like, like when it comes to like winter time, I am not sitting outside. I don't care. They got fucking heaters and fucking tents and shit. Uh uh-uh. uh. Not no damn New York weather. <laughs> I am not sitting outside. Aru Chris eating steak. Hell fucking no. I took that shit at home. Yeah. And, I mean, they, they y'all crazy. A lot more than, than those little uh, caution when wet 
uh, fold out floor signs out, <laughs> out on the street. Exactly. And the little orange street cones. Now you need need something at least five feet high that right. could be eye eye yeah. level with like a moving van almost. Right. You know. Yeah, being out in that traffic, depending on the time of day, you what you want want to have your shit. your your gyro with a with a little dusting of asphalt? No, <laughs> <laughs> that's bullshit, yeah, Max. Man. I mean, but think about it, man. Mm-hmm. Think about how you know there's a lot of motherfuckers that be on the streets up here, and especially when the wet get wet or something, you know, and people aren't looking, and then maybe you're trying to avoid the biker, or there's just too much shit that yeah. could go wrong especially for you to be snowing. out there. Like yeah. ever snowing yeah, and shit, yeah. like fucking ice yeah. on the ground and. People outside yeah. eating shit. It could be like a bad, you know, yeah. turn you or whatever. It's like it, gyro, it's too damn you know, risky. Get your gyro to go, man. Yeah, you that's know? what I'm saying. Like, it's get your it, gyro to go. I mean, I understand. Sometimes, you know, it's nice weather and everything. Everybody got to eat out. You know, they like to eat out, but you know, in the winter time, like, who the fuck want to be outside? All cold and shit with a snogger on, and you know. Uh, you gotta put on two pairs of uh, long johns <laughs> just to eat a fucking steak for Roof Chris. Like, that motherfucker is crazy. Like, I don't care how many shots I got them take. I am not eating outside, especially with them ninja rats outside. Hey, man, man I, I was I was watching the news today, and uh, it was uh, you know a protest going on like down I think on Broome Street or something like that, and it was these two motherfuckers sitting out there eating. And the shit was like people are thumping around of like cops was in arrested. He was still eating. Like it was shit. I was like, dude, I mean they damn near arrested the, they damn near arrested his burger. <laughs> <laughs> I think the burger had cuffs on and shit. Uh, <laughs> that's hilarious. I was like, what the fuck is going on? But he was just so nonchalant. Motherfucking cops rolling around with protesters and shit like this in the outdoor city. <laughs> they landed by him. He looked on them and shit. Oh, anyway, man. that's crazy. Man. That's hilarious. Man. Yeah. 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 Man, you let know, the fries go, though. Exactly. You know? <laughs> you can get on, yeah. them, get on them damn heaters and since they want. My ass ain't sitting outside on no damn cold. Like that. Yeah, that's crazy. But yeah, man, maybe, maybe hopefully, man, that'll they'll, they'll, I don't know, they'll, if they do, you know what? I got something. If they're going to do it, man, you know what they should do? I got it. If they're going to do that, close off a, like a street, you know, close off a street and put like a tarp up and shit like that and make it like, you know, where, you know, ain't no cars coming down. Go ahead, Lo. Yeah. My son coming in to get the computer. What's up, Lo? What's up, Lo? Yeah. Say, what's up, Lo? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Yeah. All right, man. But yeah, you know, they could do that and block it off. Then that could give me a little bit more, you know, comfort. Look, close the door, bro. My look. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think they could do something like, you know, that has like them um, them food carnivals and shit. Close the door, man. Or them, mm-hmm. them yeah. food vendors and shit. They could do something like that. Like close yeah. over, especially like fucking snow and shit all out there. You know, you know that's just a, that's no way to happen, you know? Like, Street corners and shit is eating. Because it seems like they may consider making this uh, outdoor dining situation permanent. So if they do that, then scheduling time streets are are open to uh, moving traffic. That that makes sense from a safety standpoint. Right. Right. 
Yeah. It's, yeah, they're going to have to do something. If they, if, if, you know, they really keep it it's where, you know, you can really, you know, have it right. You're going to have to detour something. You're going to have to close some streets and do something. You know, you just can't have that shit out there like that. Like I said, with snow and all that, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Don't get, don't get me the line. I hope they find a, a cure uh, faster than that where we're going to have to be fucking outside. You know, I don't want people outside in the cold and shit. That just, that just caused more, like, fucking people getting sick, you know. Yeah. You know, I don't care what kind, of, what kind of coat you have on, man. You're outside fucking yeah. freezing your ass off, you know, eating crab legs and shit. You know, that just, mm-hmm. you know, like, I could see, like, the hospital and you know doctor's appointments going up because people are outside eating and you know they can just like have a head cold or whatever you know chest cold get the flu or something like that so i mean i'd, I'd just rather yeah, everybody mind, stay home you know yeah because in my mind i'm thinking you you talk about outdoor dining with a tent with a with some type of heat element blowing air yeah. now even if you're six feet or even eight feet apart for somebody you're still dealing with an enclosed area with recirculated air. Right. You got people yeah. talking, eating food, freaking right. A one steak sauce splattering yeah. somewhere. Yeah, that shit's no. all yeah. in food, mm-hmm. all in your drink. You yeah. have a mask on you want. That shit's up in the air. And so you take uh, your mask yeah. off you, to take a sip of your cocktail and, and cut your steak in half and want to eat it. Yeah. Man, it's just it's yeah, too I'm risky. It's just too risky. I'll, I'll take my I'll take my oxtails and rice to go, go home, <laughs> throw it in the broiler. I don't, I won't have to wait on the fridge when I'm thirsty. Won't have to wait on the bathroom. When exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right, mm-hmm. fellas, uh, moving on. Um, first time um, applications for um, unemployment benefits jumped um, in New York and New Jersey at an all-time high. What are you guys' thoughts mm-hmm. on this? applications going up people more and more people are um unemployed i think it's over 40 million uh americans yeah. that are unemployed so and it's getting worse and worse um yes yeah, every week hard times man so hard times i, I count count my blessings exactly I can't yeah, wait yeah. That. yeah what do you guys think about that the application going up i think it's it's a sign that the economy overall um for i'll say for those of us that don't have jobs with golden parachutes and all of that stuff the economy isn't as uh, lucrative as uh certain political departments would like for us to perceive it is um the reality is it's short um unemployment um isn't an an eternal bottomless bottomless uh bank account it does run out and it's already been taxed so heavily as it is. Um, the I'm I'm wondering what the state's reserves might be. Mm. You you know, because I remember the one time I had to go on unemployment, my my funds ran low because what I built up for previous years was used as surplus to support somebody else being on unemployment. And the way the legislature went went about it, I, I wasn't <laughs> part of that decision process. You you know, work, working for X amount of years, and I finally need to touch that money. And you're saying, oh, you only got enough for like eight, nine months. After that, you're on your own. Go start washing cars and, and shining shoes or something, you know? 
Right. It's not not a good feeling to be in that. But um, hopefully uh, it won't be too hard felt on on some people. They can get back up on their feet. Um, and I, I'm also hoping that some of the state funded programs for entrepreneurship that they're still going and people may be able to take advantage of that and, and use the downtime to to rebuild, even though they may feel that um, things are hard against them. It may offer them the time and opportunity to pursue uh, an entrepreneurial goal that they already already been having. So ho- hopefully it works out um, and these families can get through it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, what it tells me is that, you know, if, if you know, applications are, uh, I think the first thing it tells me is that uh, a lot of motherfuckers out there without jobs. Right. That's mm-hmm. on the real. You know, uh, you know, Max said, knock on wood, you know, the acronym, the acronym league <clears throat> still cutting me mine. So, you know, I'm thankful for that. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of people out there without. So that tells me right off the bat, you know, people putting in applications. Uh, uh, you know, it's a lot of motherfuckers without jobs. It also tells me it's a lot of motherfuckers out there that's looking to work. You know what I mean? If you're going to put in an application, you ain't just putting it in for, like, you know, shits and giggles unless <clears throat> you are putting it in to, like, you know, check a box where, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's required that you put it in in order to, like, you know, do something else. But I think, you know, sincerely, people really do want to work. Uh, you know, I, I, it's a damn shame, uh, you know, I, I think in, with all the luxuries that we have, you know, in our country and shit like that, I think there's still people that do, you know, really do value a hard day's work. I'm one of those persons, and uh, I think if we, you know, it, it's a bigger issue, I think they got to get jobs back to the United States, man. I think, you know, we, we, we rely on China for everything. I mean, I can look around my studio, a.k.a. my daughter's room and shit, uh, and find, like, you know, a lot of shit in here, and it's all from China. You know what I mean? It's, like, crazy. So, uh, yeah, man, so we got to get jobs back in the States, like, you know, to start manufacturing things ourselves and, you know, to my boosting the economy, man. You know, not only will it boost the economy, you know, you know you're proud when you make things, you know, that, that you know, people are proud when they make things when you, when you, that people use where, you know, you may make something that, that's used in the neighborhood and you'll be like, oh, man, my dad worked down there. My mom and my brother didn't work down there. Like, oh, shit, that's a great product. And then not only, the you know, the luxury of us getting the chance to use it here in the States and benefit from it and have people thrive but shipping it out, you know. So we just got to get back to, like, really – you know, but lifting one another up and bringing shit back, you know, as a country and just everything. We just so watered down now, man. We are so watered down. You know, I love Steve Jobs and all that, you know, but the whole potting off, you know, maybe this is a whole different conversation, but going back to the question, yeah, applications are uh, up because motherfuckers are looking for work. So let's bring some jobs back, man, and, and let's get people to work so we can boost the economy so everybody can have shit. It's a trickle-down effect. You know, if everybody got a job and motherfuckers can have shit, then all the, you know, robbing and all that goes down. Domestic, you know, assaults and abuse goes down because people have money and people have ways and means to deal with things. And so I hate it, you know, for it to come back to money, but, you you know, it, you know, it does come back to a person being able to make a a wage that they can take care of themselves and their family, not just survive. Yeah, I totally agree with your dad. I mean, um, just the, the the fact that every week um, here in New York, New Jersey, um, the applications of people who be unemployed 
is um up at an all time high. It's, it's um it's kind of disgusting, man. And you know, all these people, you got you got all these politicians, and you know, not helping small businesses out, and all these big companies buying each other out. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's the everything is very limited right now, and if if our local and federal government doesn't figure figure something out, things are going to get very very worse, and that's why we see crimes. You know, crime is high right now. Uh, mm-hmm. We just had a, a father in the Bronx um, being got um, caught against gunfire at a you know at a a, a car dealership. They saying that it's game related, but it's all about money. You know, wow. and you know, yep. you don't have anything, anything for the youth. Um, a lot of things is not being funded for the youth. Uh, we need more. You know, when I was growing up, we had after school programs, and you know, when my my father, I was talking to my father the other day, and he told me why he was in school. They had, you know, uh, trade schools, you know, to to learn a skill. You know, yep. whether you know you whether you're a mechanic, whether you know like carpentry, carpentry or not learn how to fix the air conditioning or something. You know, you yep. you learn that skill and then once you learn that skill you go out in the world and you can actually use that skill to make to to provide for your family. And and mm-hmm. that is what's missing in the US. We won't talk about, you know, USA this, USA that, we're the greatest country in the world, which we you know, which is great to us because we live here but yeah. it's not great to other people who doesn't live here that's like me saying i have the greatest wife in the world but is she's the greatest wife in the world because i said so to me she is you know so people always use this notion that oh we're the greatest country in the world yeah to us we haven't been anywhere else you was born and raised mm-hmm. here Mm-hmm. So people need to cut that shit out, man. And you know, just to have people, you know, just just unemployed like that. It, and also on the other end, as Americans, you know, speaking to my recent employer, you know, business business is booming, and mm-hmm. you know they trying to hire people to. You know, just just to work for them, but people mm-hmm. don't want to go back to work because the money they get in the unemployment is they making unemployment is is totally more than they're gonna be making getting paid every week. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that something like that has to get fixed. Mm-hmm. I never heard Absolutely. anything like that. Every time I was on unemployment, I was getting less to actually my actual paycheck was. Yeah. yeah. Now it's mm. the pandemic. I'm I'm getting close to rent money just to stay in my ass home every week and not to work. Mm. So mm. this all starts at the top. These so called leaders yeah. in the in the, in in the USA and our government. There's something wrong with that picture. You trying to get Americans back to work? Okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But what are you willing to do to get these people off their butts and start going looking for jobs again? That's that's one of the reasons they want to go out to work. 
if I'm making eight hundred dollars a week, and if I was to go apply for a job making three to four hundred dollars a week, why the fuck I'm going out there to bust my ass to work? Right. Something has to be done. <sighs> Excuse me, fellas. I got a little, got a little heated there. Inhale, preach, brother, preach. I'm not saying that's the problem, but it's part of the problem. To have my employer tells me they're trying to hire people who certify for the job, but when they actually call them in for an interview, they don't want to work because they're unemployment. And what they're actually offering is that they don't make that much. They're going to make that much every week of what they actually get on unemployment. That's disturbing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, some people get complacent with it. They they think, oh, uh, let me let me get this hustle now, and and things. But yeah. when everything's said and done, and this pandemic is over, that that job opportunity isn't guaranteed. It may be gone. Exactly. Now now you really ass out. <laughs> you because wow. unemployment is dried up. That additional perk is gone. Right. And, and yeah. the opportunity passed by. Because right. I remember um when when I was on unemployment once. I got penalized for whatever reason. I didn't get anything for almost two months. So mm. what I did, I, I got off my ass early in the morning, like 5.30 in the morning, and, mm-hmm. and went out there with, with the essays, the day laborers. Right. And, mm-hmm. and it was and it was an odd experience because here I am. It was, I think, the only, the only uh, black brothers out there was me, and it was this uh, other gentleman, um, older gentleman from Jamaica. Who, who was a, a carpenter and electrician huh. and we were the, and everybody was like just passing us by um for obvious visual reasons um and one day uh, uh i remember an old white guy was by in a, in a van he had a van and he looked he was like i always see you guys out here i was like yeah we're looking for work and the thing it, it was like this stereotype that black men wasn't um didn't have the initiative to get up and go out there for day labor, like you see a lot of a lot of the um, South American guys do. Right. But that's what we did, and and the guy was like, "All right, if you're here on time, uh, and if I need you, uh, I'll reach out to you." Because for one, we we spoke English, that that was a plus. Right. But a lot of people passed us over just because we were black. Right. Um. And I and I did a few few pickup jobs, did some landscaping, which I had some experience in. And did some in, interior painting as well, right. and, and it helped out. Put put some uh, under the table money in my pocket just to get by till my unemployment benefits kicked in. Right. But you got some right. people they'll they'll act a little too proudful to do that. But but for me, I was like, yo, I it wasn't it wasn't just me. I had a little daughter to con- consider as well, you know. And that that was a whole other other level of stress. Not not my daughter, but dealing with the state as it is, <laughs> right? You know, but yeah, I, I really hope people uh, can take this time. Not, I I get being able to lay back and relax for maybe a week or two. I get that we all been there, right? But but then you got got to put feet to the street and be about your business. Exactly. You, you know, and if a job opportunity doesn't come through for you right away, okay, so be it. But take that downtime and and at least try to learn a new skill. If there's right. not a vocational school in the area, right. you you got some online learning you can take care of. 
right? Mm-hmm. Pick up pick up some coding skill. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. look, you'd be surprised. In, entry level coders, not even all of that experience. Some of them pulling fifty or seventy just to start. Mm. You know, and not it's to crazy. mention if you if if you can freelance right. and keep a regular job. Now you're talking about as a freelancer able to charge someone 65, 85, 90 an hour as a freelancer. Yeah. Come, hey, get with it. <laughs> I wish, wish I had more time. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's it's kind of frustrating. You know, when when you're a working person, and and you know people in the field that you're actually working for, and these people don't want to, you know, get off their butt and work. Because what they actually receiving on the on employment assurances, yeah, it's ridiculous. They checks, you know, everybody got bills to pay, and just to see somebody, yeah. you know, checks that are actually bigger than mine when I'm going to work Monday to Friday, busting oh, yeah. my ass, getting on a yeah. goddamn train, the rest of my life, all well, these goddamn walkers, zombies on the goddamn train. Not knowing if they getting tested or not, I'll put my life at risk. Going to work every day, paying bills, taking care of my kids, and I and you know you getting not only unemployment insurance, but you also getting food stamps as well. So you don't get food stamps once a month; you get food stamps twice a month because of the pandemic. While I'm over here making tuna sandwiches. And correct me if I'm wrong. In in New York, yeah, isn't there like isn't there like a return to work initiative with some of the uh, technical schools or community colleges where they actually will give um, students uh, unlimited metro card? Yes. For for the pro um, for the length of the program, the vocational program there. Yeah, that was actually the and, and I think e- even even equipment like um, a laptop, it may not be top shelf, yes. but they'll even help with getting um, the technology so yes. you can do your classes and get back into the workforce. Yeah. Hell, I wish I had that. Yeah, and and for yeah. students too, like my mother, yeah. my mother's a teacher, right? So she she teaches uh, fifth grade, right? So all the kids that wants to work remotely from home, they get. Brand new laptops, Chromebooks, and everything. My mother got. Mm-hmm. My mother recently she she can't work. She she has to work from home doing her health condition. You know, being at risk going going to work every day. Mm-hmm. She just got a brand new laptop, a brand new Chromebook. So the money is there. Uh, people are getting the money to, are are being funded, to mm-hmm. actually work from home. And the the segue I want to get into is that um, New York City online classes uh, can reach an all time high, because you know a lot of people want to um, remotely work from home and go to school at home. So it's actually um, online classes actually reaching an all time high than it has been in the last previous years because of the pandemic. So I just want to get your guys' opinion on that. Well, I'll say, man, that I know, I know damn well it's probably at an all-time high, probably at an all-time high that it'll never reach again because everybody's locked up, you know what I mean? No one can really go in and, 
you know, there are a, a small percentage of people going back, you know, I don't know what the percentage is, I ain't going to say small, but there is a percentage of people that went back there, you know, they had the option of remote or, you know, blended or going all the way, you know, yeah, remote or blended, and some people chose blended, you know, going back in actually to the classroom. And, uh, you know, we went through the whole process, man, and some of some families we know are going back in, but everybody's online. And, and, uh, and I, I, you know, I think it's, I think it's a good thing, but I think, you know, you know, as far as teachers having to go back, I think, you know, I think it's a shame, man, you know, that, that, that they have to do that because, you know, yeah, do we want our kids to be taught and all that? Yes. But, you know, you're putting the teachers at risk, man. I mean, they got families that, you know, they got to go home to and kids that they got to go home to and loved ones and all that. So, you know, I I just think it's a damn shame that the DOE, you know, had to go to those lanes. I think, you know, you shut it down, let everybody go 100%, you know, remote. But like I said, the technology is there. You know, the infrastructure is there. You know, and people who don't, you know, who can't get it. Let's concentrate on that group of people because, you know, people that's on the verge of it, you know, if you got any kind of community that you work with, they can help you get, you know, laptops, Chromebooks, and all that. I know we got a strong, um, we got a strong uh, uh, effort over here in Brooklyn, and we we not went outside of our school community helping other communities. You know what I mean? So, uh, but you know, to put the teachers at risk, man, you know, it's it's, it's I don't know. I don't think it's worth it. And then you put in the students that you know go back in too. You know, especially the younger kids who may not be necessarily abiding by you keep the mask up and not sharing things and you know and all that. I just I'm around kids, so I know how kids can be. They can be little grimy fuckers, Jeff. You know, all y'all know. You know, I had kids or got kids, and so you know, it's just it's a, it's a it's a tough you know uh, thing to decide. But I just know that you know. Hey, look, man. If the remote is working, and I told the people, uh, all my little community, I say, look, man, this is kind of just a misnomer year. You know what I mean? It, especially for like some of the younger kids, if they don't learn how to fuck them, break, and break the graham cracker, or they behind on their fractions a little bit, we'll catch that up. You know what I mean? I think let let them be around next year to eat to, to catch it up versus getting sick and, and something happening to them or somebody that kind of really upsets their whole world and their whole learning apparatus more so than not going to school two days a week. You know what I mean? So that's where I am with that. Yeah, I fully agree with that. Nothing else to add. Yeah. Yeah, man. So I don't know. I, I might. I'm thinking about taking some damn classes. I mean, why not? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, do, do it, man. Yeah, man. Because I took um I took some. Uh, earlier on when everything when the lockdown was really real right. I, I said hell I got the time and saw some online classes at a uh, serious discount so you know yeah, lifetime access for, for continuing education why, why not invest in yourself Facts. I'm, I'm thinking about taking some criminal justice uh, classes I've been watching yeah. too many Bonnie Hunter videos <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, if y'all get a chance, if y'all get a chance, go on YouTube, right? And this is right. Bounty Hunter. His name is Bounty Hunter D, right? It's a black dude um, out of Texas, man. And he got the, the funniest videos of him just being a bounty hunter, oh, just tracking people yeah. down. This shit is hilarious, man. Yeah, I saw that fraternity video. Man. Oh, yeah, you saw, saw yeah, I shared it in the group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that that was funny, man. That brother, I would have just got up and left. Never, never mind. You want to take me to court? No problem. <laughs> you, you know exactly. Shout that out to that just yeah. just seemed seemed like 
that just seemed like entrapment or something. Exactly. Nah, I, I would have been out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to everybody who's uh registering online to take some some classes online. Drop a saucy bomb for that yeah. one. You know. <laughs> Drop it to uh, Phoenix, uh, Phoenix University. They might have been the first ones who really put it out there. I know everybody <laughs> got a lot of shit out there. You know what I mean? Big up to Phoenix University. What's the little Romeo one? ITCD? ITGC College? Oh, yeah. They, they went bankrupt. That's that, that, that bankrupt action. Yeah. Shout That's out to them. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, you, you can even find free um, free classes uh, online from Harvard and Yale, too. Oh, yeah? Oh, they doing free classes? Yeah. yeah, I'm, yeah I mean, right. them rich bastards. Like, uh, they, ain't, they ain't losing yeah, no damn money. You got, um, they got free college-level yeah. computer science classes. Um Intro to business management. So they got a few free ones out there. Yeah, you gotta be careful these days, motherfucker. Oh, I looked at some you looked at some YouTube and got a nice laser jet printer. See, I had a degree in engineering from Yale or some shit over the wall. You just gotta be careful. Exactly. <laughs> All right, fellas. Um, our favorite people in the whole wide world, the MTA, is in the news. Oh, okay. <laughs> MTA oh. wants to borrow $2.9 billion from Federal Reserve borrow. banks. What do you guys yeah. think about the MTA borrowing two point, wants to borrow $2.9 billion because they claim they nah, need help? Man, they, 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 need, they need to get off their asses and work as well. <laughs> bar, bar, yeah. Yeah. And the funny yeah. thing about it, the name Get the, the fuck, fuck out of here! What's fucking warming up? Get out of here! I'm right. If I'm not mistaken, the name Federal Reserve does not necessarily mean it's a government entity. Uh, right, if I'm not mistaken, right. the Federal Reserve is is considered a private uh, business entity. It's exactly. not government. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So it's the money we borrow that, from. That, yeah, that much money from a private entity to turn around and jack the rates up more than more than they have been for less service. No, I, I don't think so. <laughs> no, no, man. I mean, you know, if it was, if we were seeing some fucking, you know, a little bit more improvement, like you know, all this money and the fare hikes and all this shit, man. I've been in New York twenty fucking years. I really ain't seen Holly. Hey, today it ain't been too much motherfucking consistency. The most, the, the most consistent I've seen the MTA be is the uh, weekend work. They got that shit down packed. I'm telling you, they, oh, they that's annoying. Bad that's annoying as fuck. Yeah. They, yeah, they're back a thousand in that. Oh my god. Yeah, we can work. They're back a thousand in that shit. But I'm saying they, you know, eight hundred billion dollars. Like, where all this money going? What the fuck are you doing? I mean, you know what I mean? Like, you see a loop, a few trains, new lines come on. I mean, a few new trains come online, and I know they got the new line. I know they spent a lot of money on the uh, the far west side new line that they dug and the Second Avenue line. But damn, man, they still boxcar Willie. You know, they still ain't really doing that for me as far as like. You know, the way I see, you know, New York or, you know, with, with the kind of, you know, uh, you know, universal international city they want to be. They got to up right. their train game. You know what I mean? They got to up their fucking up train the cars, game. Like the train man. cars, they, man. Like, where's the yeah. fuck is the Wi-Fi? You remember they came yeah, out they a long time ago the same day was, they was mm-hmm. building new uh, train cars that are going to have built-in Wi-Fi? Where the fuck they at? 
And that's the reason why they that's the reason why they was raising the fans. Where the fuck they at? Yeah, yeah. they got it up and man. They they got us all hooked in, want they want us to go with the the little app and and, and hook the shit up with your credit card. I ain't getting my credit card. I don't give a fuck. I'm always <laughs> keeping my payment separate from their ass. I don't give a fuck. If it's a token, I don't care what it is. You can give me anything. I don't never want to connect my money with theirs. And I don't, I don't want it to be no gray areas. Those are blurred lines when it comes to, you know, concern with their ass. Maybe not borrow from you and you don't know it. That's yeah, what I think what they want to do. Yeah. They, yeah, go ahead, man. They, they, they want to borrow this money because it took them damn near 90 years to properly yeah. clean and sterilize the subway system. <laughs> because yes. the pandemic popped up, yep. <laughs> took, exactly. you, took you ninety years to wash the dishes, man. Get no. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Insects yeah, and all yeah. that shit crawling in the goddamn sink, and now you the one yeah, inside yeah. to clean the goddamn trains from one to five a.m. The fuck y'all was yeah, doing before yeah, the whole COVID shit? That's ridiculous, yeah, man. man. That's ridiculous. Talking what they about asked money, for this money, money that was lost because the trains aren't twenty four hours. When you go when on your way going to work in the morning, you got damn sewer rats on the platform saying, "Please stand behind the yellow line and watch the closing doors." What the exactly? What money? They don't make no money doing them fucking hours between one and five a.m. That's crazy, man. If so, they need to sh- listen. They need to open up their books. The MTA needs to open up their books. They claim they losing money in this area, in that area. Then y'all motherfuckers need to open your books because I do not believe for one bit in they losing money from one a.m. to five a.m. Nah, they're not. Maybe maybe on a weekend because people going to clubs and all that. You know, maybe on a weekend, but I doubt it. It's that much that they ask for. I mean, you got all these MTA workers and they ain't mad at you. You know, I ain't mad at you making your money on like getting paid twenty five dollars an hour plus. You know, some of the money is yeah. going to their salaries. You know, the salaries they have to pay. You know, some of the money going to that. And then they open up these new lines like that, said. And just for the record, they've been raising the money every goddamn year for a Metro card. Yeah. I mean, yeah, put these damn, you can use your debit, you can scan your debit card and actually walk through the turnstile. How much money went to that? That's the question. And then you got you recently had a president who just resigned, and then got this new lady talking about, oh, if you oh if we don't find you wearing a mask on the on the train, uh, you're gonna get uh, a fine. How much the fine is? What hundred dollars? Yeah, I think it's I think it's hundred dollars fine. Something like that. Yeah, I haven't seen well, anybody yet get a fine. Nope, anybody got no damn fine. Uh, uh, who's enforcing this fine? I've seen cops without masks. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So I dared him to say some shit to me. Uh, Talk about, oh, you don't have your mask on. I'm going to write this ticket for you, $100 ticket. I'm like, well, you need to write one for your goddamn self because you ain't following them rules. The exactly. MTA is out of control. Yeah, man. And, 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 and you know what pisses me off about the MTA? They know we need them. See, that's the problem. They yeah. know we need them. So they could go up on the fair every year, ask for all this goddamn money, because they know people who, don't, who who have a car that don't like to travel in the city because too much damn traffic, or people who don't have a car and needs to get to work. They know that we need them. I remember that strike MTA uh, went on when I was in high school. 
And that shut the fucking city down because nobody could get the fucking work. So they know right. the powers that they have in their hands and they're using the working class to make this money. I want to know every motherfucker that's on the MTA board, how many of them take the damn train to work? Who make these decisions? No. Or paid no. to be. Or paid to be. How many of y'all taking the bus and train to work to get to make the decisions every day about raising fares on working class? Mm. I, I, I pretty, I'm pretty sure that most of y'all have drivers. Mm-hmm. Chauffeurs, mm-hmm. what they call them. Mm-hmm. So who's making the decisions? And what are y'all doing with the money? If I was the federal government or I was the Federal Reserve, I I tell my lawyer, tell the MTA open their books. Now, if they ain't lying mm-hmm. to me, I help them. If they are, fuck them. Because mm-hmm. correct me if I wasn't wasn't it one year um, when Bloomberg was in office uh, and the MTA was messing up real bad, he decided to take uh, mass transit incognito. Right. I remember that. And he saw ju- just how discombobulated everything was, and he, yes. and he really ripped, ripped them a new ass. <laughs> yeah, and that's, yo, and the shit was so funny. The shit was from his stock from, um, uh, what do you call it? We, we, what the mayor says that? Uh, Borough Hall? Is that Borough Hall? Uh, or City Hall, right? City Hall. Yeah, it was, it was, he only went on a couple of stops, and the shit was that exactly. bad. <laughs> He got up a city hall, went went up went more uptown, more downtown that to a couple of stops and try to get back to the city hall and, and the shit was discombobulated as hell. <laughs> like wow. you, you see Bloomberg with the shit we go through every day, he knows because he been through it. It's just ridiculous. It pissed me off, man. It's it's goddamn ridiculous, as Dr. Evil would say in Austin Powers. Um, all right, so it's time for um one of my um favorite segments, and it's called "Cut That Shit Out." For what? All the, yeah, for all the new listeners out there, uh, young dad, can you, can you tell them what "Cut That Shit Out" is all about? Oh, shit, everybody. I mean, come on, everybody. Now, if you are veterans of this and you don't know, uh, you know, I'm going to have to get in that ass. But uh, <laughs> for all of those that's new to the program, you know, what cut that shit out is uh, it's just, you know, it's another thing for like a pet peeve, you know, somebody that's doing some old dumbass shit. It could be around the crib. It could be around the neighborhood. It could be at the job. It could be anywhere. But, you know, in your mind, you got to just cut that shit out because it's really fucking with you. You know what I mean? So it's always good to get that shit off your chest. Y'all know it's easy to get it off and grab a motherfucker around the throat. So get it out there. Let motherfuckers know to cut that shit out. Right. And on this agenda, the MTA, our favorite people who we just got through talking about, they keep a standing fucking uh, yeah, agenda item. So they the are on a reason, motherfucker. But I'm going to go off the top. And, you know, seeing that we still, you know, under COVID and all that shit, you know, we still got everything, the hand sanitizer, <laughs> and we still got all the signs, and maybe it's not, uh-oh, almost, motherfucker. We still got all that shit. We still got the dots on the line, too, right? Okay. Yeah. Motherfuckers starting to not abide by the dots. 
I mean, come on, motherfucker. The guy that's there for your ass to stand on, right? So, you know, I'm like, you know, on my dot the other day, and I look up, and I just felt like, you know, I'm like, who the fuck is this? I thought it was a dog behind me or some shit like this. I looked over my shoulder, this motherfucker all, like, all up on my face. I'm like, dude, get to your dot. You know what I mean? And y'all got to cut that shit out. You got to get to your dot. And then, you know, sure enough, you know, just to have equal time, I, I, I'm, I'm a dot violator too. I was at the store the other day just kind of listening to my sounds, cutting a little rug and shit like that. Next thing I know, I was right up on this lady and she looked at me. I was like, oh shit, I had to get my ass back to my dot. So, hey, cut that shit out, get to your dot, you see what I'm saying? Because we still doing the thing like this, get the math on and all that shit. So, but uh, for me, cut that shit out, get to your dot. Going oh, shopping and you, you waiting online oh, and somebody's like right up under your shoulder blade. Nah. Yeah, get your dot. Keep it on in a they got no depth to the drugs. Like one eye the world is improving. If anything, I would say I got I got to strip myself under the bus. I got to stay uh Oh man, I, I'm gonna start with this. We talking on MTA, right? So you know, motherfuckers, I like to take their fucking shoes off and have the whole train car this this staking up the whole goddamn train car. Like, can you please? First of all, can you please put your goddamn shoes on? You need to cut that shit out. And first of all, why do your feet smell like a dead body? Your feet smell like a biofluid. Your feet smell like garbage truck juice. Like what the? Like what are you running like? A, like what have you been doing? Running like Forrest Gump all over the goddamn world? Like your feet stink. And and for you to have the nerve to take off your goddamn shoes, right? And then actually scratch your feet. <laughs> some of y'all have some of y'all have the nerve to take your goddamn socks off too. You need to cut that shit out. You need to cut that shit out. Stop taking off your shoes on a goddamn train, knowing that your feet ain't you no know, A1 quality. You're smelling. Oh man, social conversations, man. Yeah, man. Yo, this is the last um topic. Um Offset, who is Cardi's B husband. Fun from one of the groups called the Mingos. The Mingos. Um, he recently they recently got a divorce, and Offset has some remarks on Cardi B and why he cheated on her. So, so Offset said the reason why he cheated on Cardi B was the video she came out with with Megan Thee Stallion, saying that. It was it, it was 
across the line. It, it was just too much for him to handle. Now, this is a guy that had that has several baby mamas, several right. kids with yeah. their baby mamas, and one video made you dis- disgusted for you to actually cheat on your wife. Yeah, Fellas, yeah. tell me what you think about that. That that just sounds like a cop out right there. Exactly. He he yeah. was looking he was looking for an escape, looking for a reason to escape. Facts. You know I don't, I don't know maybe her voice got the best of him, <laughs> and then he didn't want the rest of the world to 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 know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um. Man, I, go ahead, Dad. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I was just gonna say, man, like. You know, I I I I, I'm, I didn't know they were gonna uh, I didn't know they had got a divorce. That's fucked up, you know. Um, but I'm gonna say, you know, good for him, good for her. I'm gonna say good for both of them, but good for her. You know, I don't even know how set and all that shit like that. But I know, uh, I don't. Know, how old is Cardi? How old is she? What? Thirty? She, she about her mid thirties, I think. My thirty. Yeah, about okay. my age, probably. Right. I'm thirty three. Okay, all right. So she probably was, right. older than me or a little bit younger than me, two years younger than me, probably. I don't know. I gotta, I gotta look that up. I mean, you know, she she came up, you know, and 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 you know, on the grind, you know. Uh, I think she's from the BX or something like that. I don't know what her upbringing yeah, is. From the Bronx. I'm glad to see her. I'm I'm glad to see her get a chance and you know, kind of you know, spread her wings and do the things she might want to do, you know, because you know, the sex appeal, you know, sell and all that rushing the sales for a while, and you know, now I want to see if she, if she isn't you know artist that can stay around because like. You know, you know, like you know, all our foxes and little cams and all that. You know, you know, there are always be our divas, our rap divas, and all that. But I want to see somebody that has some staying power, right. uh, just a little bit longer. You know, like Eve. You know what I mean? You know, when I and the one who had the longest, is, and 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 that's the queen is the queen. So when you you know when you out there, and the queen have, didn't have to do all that. So if you out there showing and doing like that, you know, you got to show me that you can stick in the game and, and make that, you know, transferable skill, you know, or, or get, you know, get that skill and transfer it some kind of way. Hey, 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 what's up, Social Nation? It's your boy, Jeff, the owner and host of Social Conversations, and I'm here to tell you about our new sponsor for Season 3, Holistic Remedy. Holistic Remedies is a black-owned CBD company that creates natural products to make sure you feel good. Their catalog includes 150 milligrams CBD healing balm, 25 milligrams CBD honey and engage sticks, and hemp seed body butters and six extraordinary scents. Each product is handmade with love to relieve eczema, pain, um, arthritis, lupus, general soreness, and many more. Holistic Remedies is giving everybody in Social Nation 10% off. That's right, 10% off on all their products. All you gotta do is type in the promo code at the checkout, and the promo code is HR Meat Saucy. Again, HR Meat Saucy. Go and support uh, Holistic Remedies, it's a black owned company, and also keep supporting Saucy Conversations. We appreciate all the love and support. It's a love. Outside of just like you know, showing your body all like that and all that. Nice. That, that one song, I just can't get my mind off of that shit. I was listening to somebody that man, I was laughing at the motherfucker. 
What the? It, it, it must yeah. say pussy like oh how many times in the world? Eat my thunder. I'm like, oh my gosh! I wonder if she. Anyway, that's just and I'm 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 a I grew up in the dread and I grew up with you know I'm a, I'm a G funk era guy you know I'm a bitch 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 make me rich guy but damn she just came with it she just came with it crazy so anyway uh I'm, you know I hate to see that they broke up I know they got a little shorty out the deal I know he or she gonna be just like handsome as ever uh you know good luck to both of them. Yeah, yeah, the same. Um, like I said, Offset, I think his, his reasoning's a cop out. The whole WAP, WAP video. All right. I saw the eye. That's how you say it. Is WAP thing. or WAP? WAP, 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 I don't. Yeah, I don't. Like rap was WAP. But, uh, yeah, but that that whole video, it's it, it was like a, a caricature of that that movie, uh, Bats from back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> if you remember that, and, and for some odd reason, wow. I kept thinking of um, watching that. I kept thinking of uh, Buster Rhymes video. Which one? If you remember, uh, give me some more. Oh uh, yes. Rhymes, I kept thinking <laughs> of that video when I was watching it because oh, it, it was man. it had that over exaggerated feel. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah I get what you're saying. And, and I mean, yeah. I guess I guess the females, the IG girls, whatever they need to have their little anthem of the year and. You know, it is what it is. Um, the, you know, some women gravitate to it, some some didn't. You know, um, not my taste in music. All right. I think uh, stylistically, Megan really came off mm-hmm. on that track. Right, uh, right. Rap style, style wise. But other than that, if that if it took that video to make and break his, his relationship with her. It really wasn't much of a relationship to begin with, you, you know. Right. Because mm-hmm. when they got together, yeah, you you know you knew that like you ain't making that type of housewife material. You ain't gonna come home to freshly made muffins after a hard day of work. <laughs> you you know that's not happening there. Yeah. I mean, she said uh, hilarious like she doesn't cook. Yeah. <laughs> that's just totally. That's, yeah, that's that's just a no no. That's just a turn off. I'm not saying it's a woman place to cook, but just saying that you don't cook at all, that's just, uh, you know, there's going to be some days I'll come home tired of shit and I might need you to cook me a meal or, you know, make me a sandwich the way I like it. And and just because you can't do that, it's just a turn off. It's just a turn off. That's what it is. You know, I think think the media is going to be be more concerned where the two of them go from here. Right. They're going to have that microscope on them to see who. Oh, let's see who Offset's going to date. Let's see who Cardi's going to wind up having on her arm or who's going to attach her her to him. Yeah, whatever. It's crazy. You know, crazy. Yeah, man. I mean, him saying that that it was the video the, the wop video whatever you want to fucking call it yeah. you know I, yeah. I, I understand as a man um where he was coming from but to me uh, his background that's just a you know excuse yeah for him to justify yeah, that, that for is, what he did and yeah, as, as they would say that's very uh simpish <laughs> yeah yeah for, 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 for me if i was hard to be husband and i saw that video 
it would made me more horny to fuck her even more than actually go out and cheat on her. So I don't, mm-hmm. for me personally, I don't understand that that concept. Yeah, you know, yeah. but at the same time, I I do get you want your wife, um, who is a hardworking woman who's one of the, one of the biggest rap stars in the world to be to have, let's say the, the Beyonce uh, cliche as you say it to have the Beyonce reputation because we never had Beyonce. Do a, a, a WAP video like this, or wet, whatever the fuck you call it. Beyonce never yeah. been down that road before. She has some sexy videos, you know, with her probably wearing some sexy outfit or a thong or something like that. But to actually make a song like that and do the video with it, I think that wouldn't fly with Jay Z. I'm just saying. Yeah. Even though, yeah, even though Jay Z cheated on a relationship, but I'm just saying. Maybe Offset might have might have knew that other side of her, and this video was actually that being put out to the world. Right. And it and it damaged yeah. and it damaged his male ego. You right. know what I mean? Oh yeah. Right. You know. What? So, it's, it's, so he he could have just the video position, like like you said, saw the video, be like, all right, that's how you living. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep that in check then. Right. Right. And just you know, brother, all he had to do was just play his position go in the studio do what he he does and and come out with some hits and let that be that right yeah. and, and, and this is this is actually um similar to what we're talking about but you know there's a lot of women out there that i know and you know they they using this you know video and the song like it's related to them like that, mm. like like they have that wet ass pussy, right? Cool. You know, and and, uh, and, and, and some of these women that I know, you know, maybe my friends dated them, or maybe I dated them, but some of y'all ain't got that WAP, which I claiming. Some of y'all got that DAP, D A P. Dry ass pussy, uh, and for y'all to come on social media what? to actually that, that, say y'all got that saying? wet ass pussy, it's embarrassing. It's very, it's very not embarrassing to me, but it's embarrassing to y'all because y'all know, know damn well man. y'all ain't got that that wap or wap, whatever the fuck you oh. want to fucking call it. Yeah, yeah, because because depending on on how it's going, they might want to go to their uh, go to their gyn and get that check. Yes. Go going over yes. going by a brother house, yes. sitting on the couch, leaving snail trails all over the place. Right. <laughs> and, and no, some women don't even think that's a such thing to, for them to have a dry ass pussy. They just think that it's not the man turning them on or work, or the man getting them to where they need to go to. No, that's not true, ladies. That is not true at all. Some of y'all just got dap. Dry ass pussies, mm. and you need to find a way to make it WAP instead of DAP. Oh, <laughs> oh man, why, why not? I just want to point that out. I just want to point that out. 
Yeah, I'm sick and tired. Go on my social media. Talk about, oh, they playing this song in the background, how they faces in the actual official video and all. You know, you seen them videos where you can actually put your face yeah, on yeah. Cardi B or Megan Thee Stallion saying they, they got this WAP, knowing damn well they don't. I just want to call but them out. Know, That's I, what I'm saying. But you know, I, I kind of get it. It's an ego massage. Yeah. It's that, that female right. empowerment right. vibe. You know, I, I, I get that. You know. And in massages, the, the egos are now that's like that's like back in the day, like summertime white parties, and Jay Z big pimping came on. Oh man, you know that pimp C verse and everything. Oh you know? man, that, that's what I mean. Those that's are days so right there. Yeah, yeah, big pimping came out. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, I thought I was a pimp for a couple of months. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's the whole e- ego massage, and then once 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 time fades, you come back to reality. You, you know. Until <laughs> yeah. the OGs, until the OGs get to you, like man, you ain't no goddamn pimp. I'm a pimp, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need to learn some shit from me. Yeah, you yeah, are yeah. here singing this ZJ, whatever his goddamn name. Talking yeah, yeah. talk about some big pippin. You don't know about no damn big pippin. We underground, baby. We ain't mainstream. <laughs> Especially them, them old school cats. Hey, come here, young blood. See that? Oh, yeah, that's the first word. That's how you know you're a pimp, too. Man. Old school. You said that, that young blood. Yeah. You know, something. Let, me, let me talk to you, young blood. Let me tell you something. That woman you mess yeah, with, she ain't blood. right, man. She ain't right. Yeah. That woman you mess with, man, she ain't right. You know what I'm saying? So, young blood, what I need you to do? I need you to get your head together. I need you to get your mind right real quick. You know, blood, and yeah. I need you to do your homework. You know what I'm saying? Because every woman out here ain't for you. You dig me? <laughs> talk, talk, touching on that, that is the one thing I miss about barbershops. Black barbershops mm. used to go when you had those elders mm-hmm. in there. Oh, yeah. Used to go in there, and, you, and some of them talking shit about a boxing match, whatever the football, basketball game was. But if you you a young brother up in there, and they start talking about women, even though they don't know you, all of a sudden they're all your uncles. That's exactly. And they all got to put you, and they yeah. all feel it's their responsibility to put you yeah. up on game. That element of the barbershop mm-hmm. is lost. Yeah, uh, yeah, they, just, they just turn on music and cut hair now. They don't mm-hmm. have any conversations, the conversations like that. Especially, it's very important when you don't have no father in the household. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and the people that actually, you know, the, the person that actually cuts your hair or the people that actually around you in that barbershop. You know, they like father figures. You know, they, they, they tell you how you move in, or you move right, or you move wrong, and you know how to deal with that certain situation because they've been there already. So you you have no choice of taking their advice, and plus you actually see with with your own eyes. I mean, I had a I had a pimp where I used to live at. I mean, there was this is what one of the flyest dudes, um, growing up, man, and you know I still remember what he told me today. He said, I, I said to him, like, hey, man, I want to be just like you when I grow up because you have mm-hmm. everything, man. And he, you know what he said to me? He said, yo, Jeff, mm-hmm. I knew one of the greatest pimps that ever lived. I was like, yeah, who's that? He said, his name is called God. And he mm-hmm. said, if you know what you got, then you ain't got much. <laughs> <laughs> you know how long it took me to get the fuck what he was saying <laughs> but it was knowledge though you needed that you know what I'm saying right, so right, you right, got right. a lot of OGs out here saying that 
Yeah, so, sometimes it feels like a dummy mission. <laughs> right. <laughs> the jewels, like, like, what? And then they don't say that. They just walk away with that little strut. Exactly. The like, little yeah, strut they, they, they go, bro. Yeah, they go, they go, brother. Marinate on that. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Oh uh, man, I got anything y'all want to add? Anything y'all want to talk about before we get off? Uh, uh, man, this, I ain't this got nothing, brother. This was good. Uh, always, always a blessing, man. You know, uh, it's just always a blessing. It really is. Yeah, all right, um, just, just close it out. Give everybody where they can find you and everything, and then we out of here with some PE at the end of it. All right, this is this is Max signing out. Everybody, be good and and remember when you're out in public, when you got that mask on, whoever smoked it dealt it. <laughs> Don't blame the one next to you. <laughs> All right, be good, people. Be good. Uh, go, go ahead, Dad. Hey, I just want to just say. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for listening and all. Uh, you know, keep listening, everybody. We want to keep bringing it to you. Um, just uh, continue to be safe out there. Uh, continue to, to uh, keep your foot on the gas with the uh, social justice. You know what I mean? We're going to get there. We really are. I know it seems like an uphill battle, um, and it is uh, my second time around. So I say, you know, uh, so, you know, I'm not actually out there, you know, on the line now, I'm kind of like, you know, cheering everybody on from afar, but, you know, the struggle is real. So, um, you know, keep your foot on the gas with that. And, uh, yeah, man, I just want to say uh, what's up to Vernice again. I uh, want to see her back, you know, on the air soon. Uh, I know Jeff will probably say it, but we're trying to get back in the studio, so I'll fucking throw a little spoiler out there. So I hope to do that soon so we, you know, uh, but keep listening, everybody. Keep being safe. You know, uh, you can find me right here. Saucy motherfucking conversation on that ass. Yes, sir. Uh, but everybody be safe. Uh, have a good holiday. You know, Jewish holiday coming up. Everybody be safe. And uh, we'll get through this thing. Go out and vote. Remember that. Go out and vote. Um, and, uh, you know, last thing is, uh, you know, again, we're still, you know, under this COVID thing. So everybody just make sure you're doing something, something productive. So that, you know, when we come up out of this shit, you'll have something to kind of say, you know, look what I accomplished and look what I did, you know, because it is kind of a, a, a time and, and, and a place in time where it's almost time is standing still, you know. Uh, so, you know, make sure you're being productive out there, not just sitting around doing a bunch of bullshit. Uh, see y'all on the next side for real, though. Uh, but, you know, catch me here. All right, start the conversation. Peace and love to everybody. Hey, town. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, peace. I want to thank everybody. Uh, I want to thank that. I want to thank Mac for... Um, be on the show today shout out to Bernice. um as you already know uh social media is on uh, instagram is saucy conversation with a z at the end social conversation with s at the end out on facebook just go to our profile social conversation with a z at the end and click that link the link will actually give you every platform that we're actually on it will give you a link to our merchandise thanks to everybody who purchased something um off our merchandise page uh Please tell a friend, family member um, that you love the show and they might be interested of actually listening to the show. Just, just tell everybody that you know that the show is actually, you know, doing things and we actually um, staying to truth and actually speaking our truth. And we're going to keep doing this shit, man. If you haven't already, go um, follow our, our spinoff page, which is uh, saucy.discourse. Um we got we got new episodes dropping in October, so we appreciate everybody who already um, follow us on um, social media already. We appreciate y'all. Um, we we got um, 
uh, Anchor page. We got uh, the Teespring with the merch on that. We got our YouTube page on that. So everybody go follow us, subscribe us on um, all them platforms, and also follow everybody on on such conversations. Uh, we appreciate everybody for all the support, um, all the love, and you know, maybe next episode we we're gonna be in studios. Be in a studio with um Josh at Brooklyn Podcast Studios. Cross the fingers on that one. So I stay tuned for that. Also, social discourse will be in Brooklyn Podcasting Studios. Um, doing our thing there. Um, and I hope everybody have um, a good week, a good working week, and we see you on the next one. Peace and love. Taking us out is Public Enemy with Don't Believe the Hype.